It's time to start your life the way it is meant to be. There's only one time when it will be too late, and you don't want to wait for that. This is Now or Never. The choice is yours. Your host is Karen Wright. Today, you're about to meet some amazing people. The stories are not always happy ones, but they define a healing process. Listen with an open mind and an open heart. Now, here is Karen Wright. Hello, everyone. Listeners, thank you for joining us today. You are in for a treat. Our show today is about taking your dreams to new heights. And we have two dynamic women with us today, Suzanne Nance and Dana Barrow. Both of them are grand slammers. They're like amazing people to me. And we're going to hear more from them. But first, I want them just to say hello to everyone. Dana, how are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing well. Good to be here. (laughs) So glad you're here. Suzanne? I'm doing well. And same thing. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you. It's, been, it's my honor to have you guys here. And as we continue with the show, the listeners are going to be blown away with the two of you. So thank you for taking the time being with us. Listeners, you know, I love it when you reach out and you email me, you send me questions or you talk to me about things. So continue to email me. You can reach me at Karen at shinenowornever.com or you can go to my website shinenowornever.com. And as always, feel free to call in to Voice America at 1-866-346-9141. We'd love to hear your voices. We'd love to hear your ideas. And I'm always here for you, and you know that. So thank you. Before we continue on, we're going to get grounded just for a minute. So if you're in a a place where it's safe and you can close your eyes, I invite you to sit, close your eyes, and take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Another deep breath in and out through your mouth. Now, wrap your hands up around your shoulder like you're giving yourself a big hug. Taking a big squeeze as you breathe in. And release. Now, this time as you breathe in, I want you to repeat out loud or to yourself, I am worthy of my love. Say that three times. I am worthy of my love. I am worthy of my love. I am worthy of my love. Take another deep breath in. And release. Allowing everything to just leave your body. Tension, stress that we do not need at this moment, at this time. Give yourself another extra squeeze and release. And then tap three times in your chest. Accept, 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 and release. Now that we're grounded and we're in the now, the present, and the time, we always go into the affirmation. Listeners know the drill. I shuffle up my affirmation cards and whatever pops out is the affirmation for the day. And I never look at the card. But I do invite my guests as I read the card to you, if you would take a moment just to share what you first came to your mind, what you first thought of, and share to the listeners. And listeners, as I read the card, I want you to have your voice, what you thought of, okay? So here we go. The card is I am being. I am being. I am being. Dana, what, is, what, what was your first thought when I read that to you? Uh, it's just, you know, for that, it, it just really means present, you know, just being present and being where you are right now and appreciating that. And no matter what else is going on, uh, just dealing with what you've got on your plate. I love that. Suzanne, what about you? Oh, it always harkens back to that saying, I'm a human being, not a human doing. Mm-hmm. And so same kind of thing, you know, recognizing Um, that we are, it's important to take the time and effort to remember that we are involved in ourselves and others, but taking that moment to be thoughtful about just 
in, in that moment for us. I love that. Both of you did a great job. I, I love the part about Suzanne when you said being and not doing. Uh, that's so important. I think a lot of times we get caught up. And as Dana said, like being in the moment, being now, being present. It's so important, especially in this world that we're living in. And I believe as bad as COVID has been for all of us, there's also been good. We've been able to come inward. We've been able to slow down a little bit and, and realize who we are and finding that trueness inside of us and identifying our, to ourselves again. So I love that. Listeners, I am being. And today as we're being, I want you to, I want to invite you to think about your dreams. This month of May has been about dreams, desires, intentions, and what are your dreams? And how can we raise your dreams and take it to the next level? And our two dynamic guests today, Dana and Suzanne, are going to share with us some amazing stories that they have, their life stories, what they've been through. So first, I want to start with, tell you guys a little bit about Dana. She's a, a corporate financial professional. She's a health coach, a mom, and an accomplished mountaineer. So Dana, thank you for being with us today. <laughs> thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Raise the roof. <laughs> oh, my heck. So um, tell me a little bit about you being a health coach. I know before the segment started, you were telling me a little bit about it, and I just... We've had some segments on health, and I loved what you said to me. So share with the listeners a little bit what you said about being a health coach. Well, so, you know, I, um, I've i struggled with my weight my whole life. You know, I've been extremely active, but um, as a lot of people know, you know, being active doesn't necessarily translate into having a healthy relationship with food. Um, and so I struggled with that for a long time, and I finally found a program that I really enjoy. And that has really grounded me in, in understanding uh, my, uh, my issues with food and being able to work through those. And it's a great community. Um, and as part of staying accountable to the program and really working with it, um, I decided to become a health coach. And so I coached some folks um, to learn the same, uh, same habits of health that I'm working with and that I, I, um, I use. And so that's been really fun, and I, I've been able to help a lot of folks um, move from, from uh, unhealthy habits to creating a feedback loop of healthy things that they're doing, which has um, brought me a lot of joy. I love that. It's like a healthy lifestyle, right? You create your healthy lifestyle. Um, and as you create your healthy lifestyle through food, you also did it how? What is this mountaineering thing? Tell me about this. <laughs> So, so mountains, mountains for me are where I find my peace, where I find my, my, um, my calm. Um, and for whatever reason, um, the doing it in, in the snow and in the cold for me has um, amplified that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's something very uh, rudimentary about going out into the mountains for long periods of time, which is, which is typically what a mountaineering expedition is. And being part of a team, uh, you're tied together a lot of the time, so you don't get closer than that. Um, and you have to rely on each other for um, your safety, for your um, uh, and and for your survival. And so um, it has been. It was an amazing journey to be able to do uh, lots of high altitude mountaineering with some amazing people. I met Suzanne, yeah, uh, great friend. Um, yeah, so. For me, it's where calm and peace and you go out and you trudge away in the snow. And at the end of the day, you look around and you go, oh, my goodness, where, you know, where are we? Yeah, stunning. How, okay, so this, you listen to, I've listened to stories, read stories about mountaineering and it's, it's dangerous. You're putting, I mean, we walk out the door, it's dangerous. We can get hit by those, you know, bus in front of us or whatever. But mountaineering, you're actually making that choice. Yes. To walk into the unknown. And how, what led you to um, want to do that? You know, I think sometimes you find that you're good at certain things. And so you want to keep moving forward with those things. 
Um, and I found that I am, um, I'm extraordinarily good at carrying large things for long distances. <laughs> Suzanne's laughing over there. As, as a bit of a pack mule. Um, and this is something I'm very good at. I, I don't know why it's just, but I can put 70 pounds on my back and I can walk long distances. Huh. I can't run a marathon. I can't swim to save my life, but I can put lots of stuff on my back and I really enjoy it. And I sort of enjoy the accomplishment of people looking at this five foot four woman with 70 pounds on her back going, huh, what is she doing? Um, and so, yeah, so I really enjoy that. And it's sort of that, you know, people don't expect that, that it's something that I, I would do. And I've proved them wrong again and again. And it, I enjoy that. So what has been your favorite climb? What mountain has been like your favorite one? Do you have a certain one? I, Denali in Alaska. The highest okay. mountain in, in North America is Denali. And I actually had to climb it twice because I didn't get to the top the first time. And it was a joy both times. Um, it is the mo- it is a just a pristine wilderness, absolutely gorgeous mountains. And the people that you meet at certain camps are super entertaining. The Alaskan you know, culture is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I would, I would do that mountain again and again uh, if I had the time. <laughs> it, yeah. And um, so from start to finish for a certain climb, is, there, is it a month, two months? Is it a week? Like- it depends on the mountain. Okay. Um, so Denali is about three weeks. Um, being out, um, but you take something like Everest, which Suzanne has done, mm-hmm. and that's that's a three month time commitment. Wow! So it depends. Have you been in? Um, well, I'm sure. Can you t- tell share with the listeners in an experience that you had where you just felt almost life threatened, or like you're no, thinking, I "What am I doing?" That- yeah, I try to keep that out of my mountaineering because it's sort of it, it's not the calming experience that I'm looking for. Um, but yeah, we 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 have the the uh, the big A right. So the adventure the adventure with the capital A, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and it's one of those things that if you prepare well enough and you get yourself into the right mindset and you get the right team around you, um, you typically don't have those experiences. Uh, but yeah, I've certainly, you know, had, had times when I, I went up Mount Hood, uh, with a, with a good group of, uh, women and, uh, but we didn't know Hood well enough Mm. and we did it late in the summer and we got to about, uh, I think we were about four, four to 500 feet from the summit, but there was this big Berkshron, which is like a a big crevasse, but it's, um, uh, and so it's a gap in the, a gap in the snow. So you can't make it across it. And it was about eight o'clock in the morning and we knew it was getting a little late and the mountain started throwing rocks at us. So the snow had had loosened up Mm -hmm. enough. So what happens is as the sun comes up, um, it, it, the snow will loosen up and the mountain starts, the rocks start rolling down. Well, there were some really big rocks that were coming down. And we looked at each other and we were like, this isn't worth it. It's that last 500 feet is not worth it. We're turning mm-hmm. around, we're coming down. It's not safe. And uh, yeah, but there was a really big boulder that that came right across uh, a rope between the woman in front of me and, and myself. And uh, that was the point where we were like, nope. <laughs> We're done. Time to turn around and get out of here. Um, I, when you said like it's important to have your team together and that trust, and I've been told you're only as strong as your weakest your weakest link. And I've heard that before, just like with running and you know in high school the races, the relay team, you know whatever your weakest link is. That's definitely true. Um, yeah. There are times when you know you. And, and everybody has their, their weaknesses. Mm-hmm. So you actually have to know, you have to know the, the characteristics of your team as well as their strengths. So certain people are super, super strong in, um, you know, and can carry even more than, you know, an even higher load, right? Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, someone will know that they have um, difficulty at the end of the day because they can't actually, you know, um, they'll have, they'll have either a, a 
a problem with cold or a problem with heat or a problem, you know, and so it's knowing yourself as well and what you bring to the team. And so balancing it out is actually mm-hmm. another really important part. But, um, you know, I mean, and on a rope team, you have people in the lead and then you have people in the middle and then you have the people at the end. Mm-hmm. And there are safer spots where you put the less experienced people um, so that you can even out your risk. Um, but over an expedition, you you make sure that everybody's skill set is Equivalent. Gets, continues to continues to rise, and so right. that you can you can all you can all pull your own weight, and you can all say, you know save each other if if something bad happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're not only there for to help yourself survive, but other people. If you get put into a circumstance where you have to step in, and yep. it, it you know minutes seconds are of the the time element there for for saving someone. Um, I love I love the fact that you both of you have done this and you've summit and um, I'm just it blows my mind sometimes because I look at thinking I've done some crazy stuff myself, but nothing like this. And I've always wondered, would I mentally have the mindset to do it? I know physically is really important, but to me, it's a lot of mental also. How do you prepare? um, and we're, we need to go into a break here in just a minute. But if you can tell our listeners, how do you prepare mentally? Share with them. So mentally, uh, it's really about um, the commitment to, um, to the process. Okay. Because not every situation is going to enable you to get to the top of whatever mountain you're climbing. But it can't just be the goal that you're at the top of that. It has to be that you are committed to the process and you're committed to the safety of the entire team. You're committed to having a good time um, and you're committed to giving everything that you've got to that experience um, because it's really, you're in a bubble. Um, and so mentally you have to jump into the bubble. You have to be like, this is where I am. And that, that goes back to your, your, your affirmation of today of the being, right? right. Like, this is where I am. This is what I'm doing. Um, and so the other things, the, you know, some, you know, feeling cold, feeling uncomfortable, feeling like you have to sort of put all those things away unless it's going to put their team at risk, right? Mm-hmm. So you have, to, you have to be able to, to weigh what your own personal discomfort is versus the safety, the health, and the, the goals of the team, right? So, yeah. Um, yeah. That's, I love that. I love that. Committing to being in that bubble for a amount of time, whatever it takes to get to the top of the summit, Listeners, stay tuned. We will be right back. Dana has shared with us some great experiences. Um, After the break, we will be introducing you to Suzanne. So stay with us. We'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Everyone knows a realtor. A seasoned realtor, Karen Wright, has the experience and the knowledge of this crazy market. Whether you are a first-time homeowner, downsizing, or divorced, Karen understands the importance of easing the pressure for her clients. A hands-on realtor, Karen has been known to paint rooms, box up toys, bring food to her exhausted clients, and even help them find movers and cleaners to help simplify the process. She reminds her clients to take a deep breath and trust in her. For your next real estate needs, remember Karen Wright at Realty Paths Summit. Visit yourbestmoveyet.net. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency Podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. The book Now or Never, Shine Baby Shine, is authored by number one international best-selling author Karen Wright. 
Karen's book invites readers to learn and grow through every aspect of her life. She invites all who have experienced any loss in their life to take time, read, and feel her words as she opens her soul page after page. Through each twist and turn of her journey, Karen invites her readers to heal and become the person you are truly meant to be. Find your truth, live now, and shine. Visit shinenowornever.com or look for the book on amazon.com. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Now or Never, The Choice is Yours. To connect with the program today, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is karen at shinenowornever.com. Let's get back to this week's show. Here again is Karen Wright. Welcome back, listeners. We just spent the last 10 minutes or so speaking with um, Dana Barrow about her experiences, her favorite mountain with Denali. She is a mountaineer, a health coach, and she's absolutely amazing. She can carry a pack up to 75 pounds, and not everyone can do that. She said that, I'm like, 75 pounds, That's, you are a strong lady, but it's not just more of the physical, but the mental and all of it combined, and the commitment. We talked about commitment right before we went for a break, um, because, I mean, back in my mind, I, I feel like I set desires and dreams, and I've accomplished a lot in my life, and I'm like going, oh, during break, we're like going, could I do this? Could I go climbing with these two? And we're going to find out if I can or not in this next next little part. (laughs) So we're getting ready to introduce you to Suzanne Nance. She is an internationally renowned speaker and leadership consultant. She speaks on her experiences as a high-altitude mountaineer climber and her world record as the first American woman to accomplish the Explorer's Grand Slam. Having consulted with hundreds of individuals in Fortune 100 organizations, Suzanne has brought her unique experiences to help company leaders and employees reach their summits of success. Suzanne has endured bone-chilling temperatures, nearly escaped avalanche, survived life-threatening glacial falls, and struggled against gale-force winds. Suzanne has delivered everything from large-scale programs to -to one-to-one consulting. Audience are immediately transformed into motivated high achievers by her inspirational stories and practical business wisdom. Woo! Bring on Suzanne! (laughs) Thank you, thank you for being here with us. Thank you so much for having us. This is just such a pleasure. I'm so excited. So I am, and Dan, Suzanne, you've known each other for how long, Suzanne? How long have you known them? 2004. 2004. 2004, so almost 20 years, going on 20 years soon. That's amazing. And who would have thought it would have been like continued relationship, right? Oh, I love Dana. She's my rock. She's my... (laughs) She's my humor. She's my sidekick. You know, she's she's so much. Yeah, she's she's wonderful. I love that. I love that. And Suzanne, tell us a little bit to my listeners. What is the Grand Slam? What does that mean? Uh, it, you must summit the tallest mountain on each of the seven continents. And I always have to say, and that includes Everest. People, did you do Everest? Yes. And you're like, that's And then you have to ski to the north. Well, you have to get to the north and south pole. I happen to ski to it. Um, And so it's circumventing the extremes around the uh, globe. Wow. So you did all seven. So name all seven for me and for my listeners. I love listening to it. Dana can correct me if I make a mistake. So again, sidekicks are good for this stuff, right? right. So there's uh, Kilimanjaro, uh, that's Africa. Albrus, that's Europe, actually, even though it's in Russia. There's Aconcagua, which is South America. There is Denali, Mount McKinley, which is in North America. 
There is the Vincent Mastiff or Mount Vincent in Antarctica. And then there is Everest, Asia. Oh, I forgot one. Um, I did um, Kosciuszko on uh, Australia. Wow. So what was the time frame? Two years and 83 days. Wow. Did you book your whole, did you decide like, I'm going to do all seven amount. This is my time limit. This is what I'm going to do and do it. Like, that's how I work. (laughs) No, no. So I went, um, I went to Kilimanjaro. I had my own business. I had injured myself. I couldn't do anything but walk. So it's like, well, what, what what can I do? And I heard an article from National Geographic's Travelers and NPR that the snows of Kilimanjaro were disappearing. So I thought, oh, well, I'll go do this. I mean, it wasn't quite that easy. I, I had to you know, but I wanted to see it, you know, so I went to Kilimanjaro and I got back from Kilimanjaro and I was kind of moping around and seemed sort of depressed. And the fellow who actually helped me um, train and mentally prepare for Kilimanjaro met with me and he says, oh, I think you have it. And I'm like, what parasite did I get from Africa, right? Because you take all this medicine and still something could happen. And he said, no, I think you have the climbing bug. So mm-hmm. he recommended I went to climbing school in Alaska, uh, which I did. And then the second mountain I went to was in Elbrus, which is in Russia. And that's where I met Dana, actually. And upon meeting Dana and hearing her story, and I, I, I kind of had the, the fish hook in my mouth. And so <laughs> Dana and I said, well, hey, you, do you want to go to Australia? If anything, it could be a quick vacation. And she's like, yes! And after that, that was kind of where I said, okay, now I had kids at the time, junior high, going into high school and then high school. So you make that decision. Mm -hmm. Um, Do I do this once every seven years or do I try to get it over with and have it less painful? And a lot of times the climbing season for these things are on vacations for them. You know, so Mm -hmm. like they'd go off to summer camps or whatever. And so um, I just kind of started knocking them out. I love that. I love that. So when you said you worked with your coach to prepare you, um, you know, there's high altitude. And how do you prepare your body mentally and physically for the high altitude with your climbs? Uh, well, um, when I got to Aconcagua, I had some medical issues. And so I, I didn't make it, you know, much like Dana, Dana said, um, you have to. <laughs> and she shared with me, you usually have to do one twice. It's like, okay. So I had to do that at a later time, but it was hard altitude. I, I don't, I'm not affected very much by altitude and, and there's a method it's called climb high, sleep low. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's ways to acclimatize correctly for it. But because I had a bad experience, um, I live in the Midwest flat. <laughs> so I went out to visit Dana and said, Dana, I'm going to tromp around in the hills here, mountains, uh, before we go to Denali, because we were both going to Denali. And that helped me prep um, a couple weeks ahead. It's it's not the same, but it, it mm-hmm. sort of starts pressing your red blood cells to, to increase. Do you consider yourself brave? Oh, uh, no! No! So there is, I'm taking a course, uh, the well-being of, the well, the science of well-being from Yale. It's the happiness course. And they make you do all these assessments. And one of the assessments was characters. Um, and the last thing out of 24 characters, the last one for me was bravery. So I don't perceive myself as being brave. Right? <laughs> but... You know, and I always think that a lot of those labels are post-humorous. Like they, people give you, oh, you have so much courage. You have so much bravery. I think they give it after you've done the deed. You know, I'm the one, I'm the climber who gets to the summit and go, okay, guys, get the pictures. Let's go. We got to get down. This is dangerous. We got to go. Right. So I'm more the scaredy cat, I think, you know, than, oh, brave. (laughs) Well, I love the fact that you you got the climbing bug. Thank goodness it was only the climbing bug. And you set your goals. You set your dreams that you're going to do it. And how this whole month we're talking about dreams and dedication, like 
Was it visual? Do you just like mindset? I'm the type of person, I decide to do something, I jump straight in, and then I figure out how to swim out. I don't, I don't always think through things. I just do it and go, it's going to all, it's all going to happen accordingly. But not everyone's like me. And I think more people are more planned and <laughs> think through things a little bit more so. So did you think through, did you map out the course? Did you do your spreadsheets? What did you do to make this happen? Um, you learn through experience from each one. Okay. There are books. There are some videos. Nowadays, there's even so much more plug-in. Um, mm-hmm. But back then, not not as much on the internet. Um, but much like Dana said, you know, it's it's exquisite. Uh, I, I went to college in Fairbanks. I know what minus 68 degrees looks like, and I know how to dress for it. Mm-hmm. So, and... Strangely, I'm kind of a mule also. I kind of know how to put that weight on my back and just trudge along, you know. And maybe that's why we're such a good fit. I mean, we would just laugh hysterically about it. Um, but no, um, at every single, you, you get a gear list. I went with a company and you get a gear list. And it's like, okay, I suffer from something called Raynaud's where my hands and feet shut down when my core starts to get cold. Mm. And every expedition was colder and longer so I had to figure out each time what hand stuff is going to work for me and uh, so like oh that didn't work so well let's find some new stuff oh that's crap you know that was worse Mm -hmm. than what I had over there so I had to kind of explore each and every time especially the right gear for me and then it's um, you can visualize on top of a mountain I I tried to do that, but you have no idea what it looks like. You, you don't know what the summit of Everest looks like. Mm-hmm. You don't know what the summit of uh, Aconcagua looks like. But you kind of visualize yourself, and then it's a process, much like Dana said. You just keep going. I love it. It's like um, you learn as you grow. One step after the other, after the other. I've always wanted to do a killer manjar. I always thought, I'll do that one with you guys. We can do that one. I would do that one. Um, but I'm always, I love the fact that you put your team together, right? You have the diversity, you, you each have your strength, your weaknesses, and you know what they are. And together, you make it happen. But first, each individual has to be dedicated and there in the being to make it happen. You got to step into the bubble like Dana has said earlier. Um, which I love that. So how do you work with your coaching, um, Suzanne, and bringing in the climbing with your coaching? How do you um, correlate the two of them together? Well, climbing is a metaphor for life. So a lot of the things I've, I've written a book and I have woven in leadership and team dynamics into the story. I have, I have two others I'm working on. And um, it's really a metaphor um, there's, you're going to have obstacles, mm-hmm. you're going to have tra- tragedies, you're going to have bad weather, hello COVID, right? You're, you're going to have things that are past your ability. So on a mountain, it's weather, but mm-hmm. it could be finances, it could be software, it could be many things. Um, but how are you planning for that? What, what, how do you get around your obstacles? On the South Pole, I had but this was quite into my expedition. So um, after a while, you learn what to bring. And I brought a bunch of duct tape. You never know if your jacket's going to have a rip in it or, you know, Alaska. Plane wing needs some duct tape. I don't know. So anyway. You're MacGyver. MacGyver always had duct tape. Kind of. <laughs> start to be very quick. And it actually saved my feet. And so in my chapter, I, I kind of say, yeah, we, we don't plan for the unexpected, but you had better have a plan B. And so and we learned a lot of this after 9-11. You know, mm-hmm. we didn't have our storage, our information storage someplace else. So when the towers went down, a lot of information was lost. And now they have them all over, right? What's your, what are you planning for? So there's a lot of similes that go back and forth between 
a journey such as climbing a mountain and a journey for a leader or teams or up and coming leaders. So tell me the name of the books that you've written. Share with our listeners because there's, I love this. I love books. <laughs> um, my book that I published in, it's an international uh, bestseller. Yay. It's called Lead from the Top, How to Make Your Life, Your Team, and Your Leadership a Grand Adventure. And then I'm working on two more. They'll still have the lead from the top. This one, I'm, I'm trying to interview um, CEOs, uh, presidents of associations, um, a lot of healthcare um, individuals, uh, chief uh, medical officers or um, chief financial officers or CEOs of hospitals or, or units because I want their story about how they overcame a lot of this stuff with COVID. Totally mm. unexpected, right? Mm-hmm. Major story. So, and juxtaposition with that, with my my climbing, you know, the unexpected time, et cetera, et cetera. I love that correlation, putting it together, and the, um, I mean, the whole health field. Uh, kudos, you know, gratitude of, of radical gratitude to them and everything they've gone through the last two years, and they're still there helping us and and being there, and the dedication. Um, we can't even express it because we don't, unless you're in the field, do you really understand it, right? Unless you walk in their shoes. I mean, we get a glimpse, but it's like, mm. so I love that, that you're taking the time and getting their input and how they, I'm all about pivoting, right? You've got to learn to pivot in society, in, in life and how you pivot and what's it about. And the healthcare, they learned how to pivot, just like the rest of us did, but they were they were on point. They were taking care of all of us that were sick and things like that. So thank you for for having that insight, Suzanne, to reach out to them and to write your book and to correlate with climbing the mountains and because they have. It's been an incredible journey for everyone, I think, the last two years. We all have our stories, we all have our adventures, we our trauma, what we've been through, what what has happened. And at the end of the day, we've all risen a little bit higher. And I love that. I love that about how humans can come together and focus on more of the goodness out of things instead of the, the bad. And I hate saying good and bad, but the part we don't like. <laughs> Just probably the, bad. the part we don't like. I like that. We don't like. But when we come back, listeners, we're going to talk to both um, Dinah and Suzanne about their adventures, stories. I'm so excited. Stay with us and we'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. The book Now or Never, Shine Baby Shine, is authored by number one international best-selling author Karen Wright. Karen's book invites readers to learn and grow through every aspect of her life. She invites all who have experienced any loss in their life to take time, read, and feel her words as she opens her soul page after page. Through each twist and turn of her journey, Karen invites her readers to heal and become the person you are truly meant to be. Find your truth, live now, and shine. Visit shinenowornever.com or look for the book on amazon.com. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Everyone knows a realtor. A seasoned realtor, Karen Wright, has the experience and the knowledge of this crazy market. Whether you are a first-time homeowner, downsizing, or divorced, Karen understands the importance of easing the pressure for her clients. A hands-on realtor, Karen has been known to paint rooms, box up toys, bring food to her exhausted clients, and even help them find movers and cleaners to help simplify the process. She reminds her clients to take a deep breath and trust in her. For your next real estate needs, remember Karen Wright at Realty Paths Summit. Visit yourbestmoveyet.net. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
You are listening to Now or Never, The Choice is Yours. To connect with the program today, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is karen at shinenowornever.com. Let's get back to this week's show. Here again is Karen Wright. Welcome back, listeners. If you just joined us, you are in for a treat. We have Suzanne Nance and Dana Burrow with us, both mountaineers. They have done, Dana's done five out of the seven climbs, right? Is that right? Six. 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 Thank you. That's why I'm, I'm like, correct me. Please correct me. And, and Suzanne's done the seven plus one extra one, right? You said? Uh, I've done a couple more, but yeah. A couple more. Okay. Anyway, both powerhouses, both dynamic, both strong leaders in their field with coaching, wellness coaching, um, team leadership, business coaching. They're, they have it all. And it's been such a treat to have them with us today. And um, before we go any further, I want each of you to share how our listeners can get a hold of you. And maybe they want to go on Kilimanjaro with us. We could like start this whole group with us. <laughs> our own mountaineering climbing team but Dana go ahead we'll start with you first so you can always uh reach me on Facebook or I'm on uh uh .com, uh backslash uh team bureau team bureau okay bureau and Suzanne um you know I'm on all the social medias uh, I'm hashtagging and the appersand um uh lead from the top um, you can also find me on LinkedIn. My website is uh, leadfromthetop.com or Suzanne at leadfromthetop.com. Instagram, same thing. Um, you know, reach out to me um, if you want to chat, have a conversation. You know, I'm here to help individuals, you know, with the chat and, uh, you know, learn more about you, learn more about me. So, And don't you find that the more people ask you questions or they have concerns that you learn more about who you are too as you're helping them or they're helping you. Yes. It's crazy. I found that, um, listeners, you can always find me on Facebook, Instagram, now or never, Shine Baby. Um, but I find that when, they, when my listeners reach out and they ask me questions, it, is, um, it gives you the opportunity to be able to share because a lot of times we just don't share things unless we're asked. I've been, le- I've been taught that. Don't share <laughs> unless someone really wants to know the answer. You know, it's like, how's your day today? I'm always like, do you really want to know? <laughs> They're usually like, nope. <laughs> but it's all about just reaching out and the connection and whatnot. But both of you have been amazing. And the month of May, we were talking about dreams. And so... um. Dana had sent a question that I loved. And I want both of you to think of this and answer it for me. If you could do anything, what would it be and why? If you could do anything, what would it be and why? So, Dan, what, tell us what you would want to do and why. So, a lot of that for me is, and, and that question is really about um, – my mindset and my feelings, right? It has very little to do with my job or you know how I earn money or how I, but it's how do I feel about myself and how I, how do I feel about my surroundings and bringing that peace to like, if I could have anything, it would be that peaceful feeling, you know, like when I'm in the mountains or when I've just finished a yoga class and I'm, you know, doing Shavasana and I'm like, Whoa, this is great. Like if I could have that all the time, that's what I'm aiming for. So that, that peaceful feeling, um, because I find myself, uh, why is, uh, is because there's so much chaos going on around us, right? It's like mm-hmm. that, that, you know, there's a little bit of COVID. It's like, so I work in a distribution company. Well, now we don't have any fuel. This is going to be challenging. So it's how do you find that peace wherever you might be? to deal with those challenges that are going to be constant, right? We're never going to be, you know, I don't care who you are. I think I, I heard something recently where um, they're like, you know, no one's got extra time, right? Everybody's time is limited. And so when you are, th- you're constantly going to be thrown different things, but how you deal with it is up to you. 
And it's really how do I find for myself that inner peace, that that feeling that I can deal with whatever comes my way as if I've just, you know, dealt with it in the mountains or dealt with it in at the end of a yoga session. Um, I love that. I love that. Suzanne, what about you? Uh, so currently, you know, I, I think that as I, especially as, you know, we've all been sort of isolated for COVID, um, it's working with others to get them to their success, you know. So I just feel extremely um, happy, um, overwhelmed with joy when somebody else gets to their success. You know, it's like being on that team on the mountain. I had some breathing issues when I was on Denali and my team really supported me to get to the top and everybody was happy. Not only was I happy, but mm-hmm. everybody was happy. And that's really how coaching works and consulting works. And, and I love that. I thrive on that. So I think it's, it's at this point in my career, making others or helping others, guiding others is what I like to say, reach their summits and their goals. That really makes me happy. I love that. Um, and both both are, whether it's your feelings and finding the peace or helping others find their summits, we're creators. We're able to create. And I think that is so important because we all have the choice, right? We can choose to be in the being, our affirmation for this day, listeners, being, I am being, um, and how do you see yourself creating for yourself and for others? And we have that choice. And so when you, when you think of the creating, um, Suzanne, what does that mean for you? How does, well, you know, when you're helping people create or is there certain guidelines or are there certain steps that you put out there for your, when you're coaching or is everyone individualized? How do you work that? Well, everyone is individualized. It's what their desires and their dreams are. And Mm -hmm. so it's asking sometimes the really tough questions, right? Um, As I said earlier, uh, of the 20% of people who have a goal, 80% don't make it. And they often don't ask the right questions. They don't know how to put the next mile post down and walk to it. They might not have a team member on that line that supports them that day or takes additional weight because they can't carry it. They're having a tough day, right? So sometimes we don't know how to ask the next right question Mm -hmm. and create that next movement. And I think that asking some of the tough questions uh, to get along your journey is probably, you know, the right thing. I love that. Questions. Um, sometimes people ask you tough questions and you don't want to answer them. Hmm. (laughs) You're like, bypass. I'm letting go of that one. (laughs) But I also believe exactly what you said, Suzanne, is that the deep questions is what's going to allow us to open up and achieve those goals. You know, we want to be the ones achieving the goals. We don't want to be like the 80% that don't achieve goals, our dreams or our desires. And like Dana said, your team is very important. And, um, you know, the weakest link can be your strongest one if you know where to place them along the the rope line, the lead line, right? Right. Because we all have our strengths and our weaknesses and it's understanding what they are and changing that weakness into a a new strength. And I totally believe that's capable. All of us are capable of doing that as individuals. So before we start ending the show, I would love to just a word of advice from each of you to share with our listeners. What's something that they can take from today's show and carry it with them for the next week or for life? Diana, could you share with us? Believe in yourself and believe in what you want and nothing will stop you. I love that. Thank you. Suzanne, what about you? Um, I would like to 
encourage people not to be afraid of change. Everybody Mm -hmm. is so fearful of change, but actually we change every single day just a little bit and taking on um, the next challenge, the opportunity. um, On a mountain, you never know what the next day will bring. It's, you might have a weather app, but you're never going to know what that next. And being open to that and being receptive, your mindset, that this is how you're going to face this today, right? So I think being open to change is really important. And both of those, those are great advice. Believe in being open and follow your dreams. Listeners, you've been listening with us for the last hour with taking the dreams to new heights and with Dana and Suzanne both of them sharing their experiences with mountaineer climbing um, with coaching with their books or life stories and taking this opportunity remember the world's not for sissies one of my (laughs) past clients has said that my guess and I loved it the world's not for sissies so remember that remember to breathe in life because that is our free gift that the universe has given us Never stop breathing. Never stop that radical gratitude. Another of my guests shared that on a, on a show that just hit me deep. When we're in those, the depths of the sea, when we just can't, how are we going to raise that? That's when you have to dig deep and find what that radical gratitude is that's going to lift you up out of the rut to help you move forward. Thank you for being with us. The show is now or never. The choice is yours. Sending you love and light for the week to come. This is Karen, and we will see you next Wednesday. Thank you for sharing your time with us. Now or Never, The Choice is Yours can be heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope you'll join us again soon. 